Welcome to episode one of the Just Be You podcast. This is your host, Delia. Today's episode is going to be an introduction to who I am and what actually led me here. This is an opportunity for you to get to know me. When it's all said and done, I just want to inspire people to see beyond what society says is in front of them. I'm striving to create a community where people are celebrating just being themselves. A place for inspiration, encouragement, and a place where we get to discuss how we're going to do things differently. So let's get right in our minds, in our spirits, and our money. Like many of you, I'm working to break generational curses that I was born into. So I want this to be a platform where we get to see each other win and really talk about it. You know, so before I dive into today's episode, please like, share, or comment on the podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Motivations with D. I'd love to hear more about you. So who am I? Well, I'm a Spanish black woman from the South Bronx. I'm 35 and this summer I will be celebrating my sixth wedding anniversary. And we have a 10 year old cat named Gizmo. You can just think of him as the modern day Garfield, but he's great. Um, a couple of fun facts I wanna share with you um, are that number one, I love skating, okay? I love figure skating, I love roller skating, and I love rollerblading. Christy Yamaguchi is actually my favorite figure skater. Um, I just find like the sport to be really graceful and calming to watch. Like, who doesn't wanna just chill while they're watching sports, right? Um, number two, I love the 90s, period. Everything about it. I love it down to the music, the sitcoms, the style, everything. Because for me, you know, 90s music, you really related to an emotion. I felt like they were telling a story. And, you know, I know I used to wait for the videos to drop. And there was always like this big um, production when the video was going to debut. And it was just always fun because I wanted to know if the lyrics were going to actually match the, the, the video. You know, so I totally love the music. Um, I'll say probably my top three favorite, favorite 90s shows um, is probably going to be Living Single, um, A Different World, and it's like a toss-up between like Boy Meets World and like Step in, Step by Step. I used to love the TJIF Fridays that came on. I used to like wait for like the whole rundown. Totally it. Number three, I love Soka. Yes, totally love Carnival. You know, my husband got me hooked on it on our first wedding anniversary. He had been trying to get me into the culture since we were like 15. Um, And I wasn't really, it really wasn't my thing at the time. Um, But you know, as time went on, I got into it and I just love the feeling that it gives me. Um, It's totally fun. And like, we went to a festival on our first um, wedding anniversary and it was just, I just felt the love. And for everybody that you know knows me personally, like everyone knows that I love to feel the love. Um, that's just my thing, it puts me in my happy place. So, hey now. <laughs> Number four, um, financial literacy is a must. You know, it's a life skill that we don't teach in school and we're definitely not talking about it enough to each other. So, you know, this platform, you know, I will be talking about money and I wanna do it in an open, way you know i want us to become more comfortable talking about money and removing the stigmas that um we're used to when it comes to our money and the things that we believe to be true you know because i know for one um growing up i'd say i grew up i'd say i was poor um and i felt like i wasn't really financially literate you know i'm the youngest of three and i was raised by a single parent um and so i don't really remember having those direct financial literacy conversations 
Um, you know, the furthest that my mother went was saying, you know, D, you have to go to school, find a good job with benefits, and, you know, save your money. So, you know, we weren't really talking about it per se, um, like breaking it down. But I knew that the lessons were staring at me in my face, um, you know, because I learned, I guess, how to budget from a really young age. I remember, you know, helping my mother uh, clip coupons from the Daily News every single Sunday. Um, and, you know, we were making a list um, before we went out to, to Pathmark. And now that I'm thinking about it, um, I think my mother was low-key an extreme couponer because... You know, we used to leave that supermarket with like three, four, five Sharpie shopping carts full. Now, yeah, some of it was paid, you know, with um, food stamps, but she, she held it down, you know? Um, and because of that, like, I don't really remember ever, you know, being hungry. I always had clothes on my back, food on the table, um, but it definitely was an awakening. Um, we were on Section 8, um, and, you know, I was just one with all these things happening for whatever reason. Um, you know, I just really got kind of diligent about saving my money. You know, I would save birthday money, any money that my siblings would give me um, to, like, try to bribe me into a chore. Um, so I was just, like, saving it. And I remember one day my mom asked me if she could borrow 40 bucks from me. And I was like, yeah, sure, go for it. Just when you give it back, you know, I want $5 in interest. And she was just like, she looked at me. I remember this day it was yesterday. She was like, what do you know about interest? I'm like, well, you give it to the bank. So if you're gonna give the interest money, if you're gonna give the bank interest, why won't you give it to me? So she really didn't like my response. And at the time, I really didn't know what I knew about um, interest. But a few days prior um, to that day, I remember hearing Susie Orman on either um, Sally Jessa Raphael or Oprah. And she was um, talking about interest and it sounded good. So I was like, hey, let me try this out and see how far I can go with it. Um, and yeah, needless to say, she wasn't happy with my response, um, but it, it makes for a good story, you know? So like, I'm literally that generation that grew up with you know go to school get a good job with benefits and save your money and as we've seen in the last year it's really more than that you know we've learned that at least i hope you've learned that we need multiple sources of income not just one um and i'm not saying that anyone needs to you know if you do have your job and you love what you do that's awesome i'm not saying um that you know i want all the people that have a traditional job to just like stop what you're doing and become an entrepreneur that's not what i'm saying Cause you know, we still need doctors, we still need lawyers, we still need engineers, but I just feel like whatever talents that we have, whatever's giving us passion, you know, we need to turn that into something else. Turn that into a business and you know, use those talents and those skills as a way to fix our communities. You know, be part of something bigger. You know, you get more when you give than you know, holding on to everything. So for me, like this kind of like connects a lot because I grew up on Spofford Avenue, and it was across the street from a Spofford Juvenile Detention Center, and it was and an abandoned crack building. And so, you know, I think a lot of uh, the odds were against me, so to speak, um, but I made it out the hood, went and got a college education, um, and I'm still here, you know? I made it through, I made it out the hood, and I'm still here sharing with you today. So, um, number five. I love Jesus, okay? 
Um, I have a desire to get to know um, God, and I know that He's working through me. Um, and that's kind of what you know actually spawned this um, this podcast because I've been doing um, a series of workbooks that are helping me, you know, find my identity in Christ and just what that looks like and just getting to know God on a more personal level. So the funny thing is. I didn't always want to know God. I really didn't have an interest in him until like maybe 2011, I guess, you know, that's when, you know, he called my attention. Um, But for a long time, you know, I ran around calling myself an atheist. Now, when I was saying that it wasn't because I lacked faith or I really didn't think God like existed, I just hadn't really developed that connection and that relationship. You know, I was raised as a Catholic, and yes, I, you know, went to communion classes, and I went to Sunday school, and I did my confirmation, but it wasn't, I wasn't connected to it. That just, it is what it is. Like, I can't even remember what it was that they probably taught me in Sunday school. Like, it's just like one, one memory that I I don't really exist. Um, And so it just helped me understand that, you know, when you're not giving something enough time and enough attention like it's hard to connect so for me um you know i kind of treat my interaction with god as if you know i had a a living friend that was right in front of me um and so in the last few years what i've learned is that we all have the same purpose in life um and that's really to bring glory and praise to god you know we all have special gifts and talents and when we're brought together you know we work for his good so who you are lies in god and as you, as the closer you get to him, you know, you're going to find your peace. You're going to get to know who you are and you're going to find your joy. I mean, God really does keep his promises. He keeps his promises to those who believe in him and are willing to deny themselves and become obedient. Luke 9 and 23 says that if anyone wishes to follow me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. So are you willing to follow? Um... I'm really just, you know, a dental assistant turned entrepreneur. I made it through the first year of this pandemic, and that is something to totally celebrate. Um, You know, a lot has been lost, but even more was gained. Um, At, you know, New Year's 2020, I posted on my Instagram that 2020 was going to be a year of vision, Um, and no one was quite prepared for the blur that was going to come. Um, And so it just gave me the opportunity to really reflect and explore what life is gonna look like after COVID, because there will be life. Um, and during that time, like I just, I just realized and I felt that a shift had taken place. Um, I remember feeling, um, you know, on my couch that I may have started this pandemic as a dental assistant, but I was gonna exit as something else. What it was, I wasn't too sure about, but. It just, it was just there. Um, So I just encourage people to just kind of let go of the idea of things are going to be back to normal because normal (laughs) went out of style March 2020, you know, since then, um, you know, things have changed. Things have literally changed. So it's really hard to go back to normal once you've gone past certain things. So... I just hope that really people are taking the opportunity to just kind of look within themselves and figure out, you know, why they're triggered the way they are. You know, get to know who you are, find out, 
you know, um, why you're suffering from all these different things. Seek to understand. Like, that is so key. Like, understanding, giving people the opportunity to speak and actually listening to what people are telling you because people will tell you what they need and how you can help them, but you just have to stop long enough to listen, right? I've been, I know I've been um, working really hard on my listening skills to listen better so that I can, you know, come from a place of, of help and of love. So, you know, just be more selfless um, and just use your passions to be of service of someone else. You know, this lifetime isn't solely about what you do for yourself individually and what you're accomplishing, but it's really about what you're giving to your community, what you're giving back. You know, we can have abundant lives and they can be filled with love, acceptance, wealth, and whatever else it is that you desire. John 15 and 7 says, that if you remain in me and my words remain in you, then you may ask me anything and it will be done for you. So this for me has come into to a lot of importance to me over the last couple of weeks um, and has really kind of like pushed me to really understand what it is that, you know, he's saying as an entrepreneur, you know, we're always saying, you know, put out positive affirmations and, and just kind of set your morning routine. And these things are all really important but it's like you kind of have to go into it, you know, asking yourself, what is it that you're you're seeking? How is it that you want to make your life better? You know, when you're in your meditative space or if you're with the universe, because I know a lot of people don't like to say God. They say the universe or they, you know, people will call God whatever, a different name. But, you know, whoever it is that you believe in, it, you have to believe in something higher than you. Okay, because we don't have everything figured out on our own. Right? So we have to rely on something else, on something higher that knows more than us, you know? Increase your spiritual awareness so that you can find the peace and peace in knowing who you are. Peace in finding out where your gifts and your talents are. Because we all have them, you know? It's either that we just haven't discovered them or we just haven't used that muscle in a while. So if you allow God to guide you, you know, I think things will, will work out to your, to your benefit. You know, I believe that we're all living in a world right now where everyone is kind of fighting for their own identity because for, for such a long time, you know, we've been programmed um, to believe that, you know, we should all be living this one life. We should all look this one specific way. And that's really not the truth, you know? We're all different for a reason. We all have something to, to add to the world, you know? And it's just about digging deep enough and figuring it out for yourself and, you know, showing someone else how they can do that for themselves you know, and I also remember, you know, growing up, everyone wanting to be different. I remember, like, nobody wanted to have, like, or get, like, the latest sneakers because it wasn't different enough and everybody wanted to stand out. I don't know when that went out of style, when everybody decided they just wanted to be, you know, a, a replica of, like, the latest thing in style, but, you know, individuality is important. So, today, I just hope... Um, you know, you realize that, you know, who you are is important. You know, what you have to import, what you have to offer is important. You know, today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. That was a quote from Dr. Seuss. So I just want everyone to just be you, you know, and remember, if no one's told you today, you are strong, you are worthy, and you are enough. Please like, share, or comment on my podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Motivations with D, and I will see you on episode two.